Anyways, um, hey guys, hi, <laughs> it's your girl Zoe. Um, I know it's been a while. I almost forgot what I sound like. Um, but welcome for another episode of Shade with Your Tea. Um, I'm sweating as fuck right now, but I know there's so much we gotta fucking catch up on. But I want to skip all of the catching up because eventually it's all gonna come out. I got mad stories, but all those stories apply to certain episodes. So we're gonna talk about something that is something I'm going through right now. Something is something I'm going through right now. Wow. Um so I'm gonna make this whole episode for all my single girls out there and my single guys out there because I can only imagine shit like this is a little hard and a little awkward, especially since um you know corona happened but you know if you guys are in new york you know that shit don't apply to nothing and people still fucking and sucking it is what it is it's what we do um but i wanted to have a conversation and just touch base with all my single people because i'm a part of that community isn't that nice we're like a whole like friend group we should all hang out and do like single stuff maybe not i mean yeah let's you know temperature checks and all that kind of shit but whatever anyways um, I just want to talk about just the life of being single. Like, I feel like a lot of people, when they get into that stage where they are single, they try to not be single. Like, I don't understand what it is. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's just the comfortability that some people just don't like being alone. And I, I can guess I can understand that. I don't know why people are like that. I love being alone, but that's just me. Um, but people just feel like they need to be needed by someone. They need to be surrounded by somebody else's presence. I don't get it. But, you know, to each their own. But it's okay to be single. Like, I don't I don't know. I feel like the dependency of just wanting to be around somebody and the need. And especially that's a little bit more intense now with the whole quarantine shit happening or whatever. Like, people just need some type of social thing i definitely know that like my love languages have changed a little bit since quarantine happened since we've been like keeping away from people as much as we usually do but i guess eh, i guess i can see it i guess i can see it but if you are one of those people that are just ready to just see what's going on and see what life is as a single person i just want you to know that you know the whole dating scene is very awkward and it's okay to be awkward because, like, you're just freshly getting to know those people. I'm sure all those fucking apps now have all those, like, um, virtual dating and stuff. I know Bumble does. Um, and I think Tinder does, too. I haven't been on Tinder lately a lot because, you know, Tinder is one of those, like, if you're looking for fuck, you might as well go on fucking Pornhub and ask who wants to fuck that's local to you because that's what Tinder is now. Um, but, um... I know Hinge and Bumble still have like that virtual dating, which is very cute, very new, something I've never tried before, something I've never really been interested in. I don't like being on the phone, um, so I definitely don't want to sit on FaceTime with somebody that just met off of a dating app, because I wouldn't even know what to talk about. As much as I like to talk, that's why I don't like to talk, but as much as I would like to have a conversation, sitting on the phone is annoying, and I find small thing to nitpick at like oh my god my hand is tired from holding the phone but I like to have it at a certain angle so you can see my proper and my good angles on my face or whatever so I'd like to think that I want to hold it in a certain spot 
that I'm lazy and then they want to ask questions and one of my biggest pet peeves is I hate being questioned and if everyone knows me they know that I do not like being questioned don't throw questions at me which is weird because in order for you to know somebody you have to question them I'm just a weird person but nonetheless um I just want to give you guys a couple of like I don't know tips let's say let's give 18 let's say I'm gonna give you 18 to 20 tips on what's it like being single what's it like you know jumping back into a relationship I want you guys to just be comfortable and just relax so the first one I want to say to all my single ladies and all my single guys is to do not be afraid to put yourself out there that's it that's as, as self-explanatory as it is I don't want you guys to not put yourself out there the worst that could happen is the person's just not interested and that's simply okay you kind of just dodge the bullet and I know a lot of people don't like re rejection and that's kind of one of people's like biggest fears but it's okay it's gonna happen if you can suck it up in a goddamn job interview just look at a date as like a job interview that's probably yeah yeah look at a date as a job interview because if you have to deal with that person all the time it's a fucking job a relationship is a job so yeah job interview you put yourself out there for job interviews all the time if you do if you don't then you know god bless you and your magnificent steady career but people in their 20s like me go through jobs like going through fucking okay no i don't go through jobs like i go through underwear i have a pretty steady you get what i'm saying okay just ha don't have me stumbling and fumbling for no fucking reason anyways second um first dates they're bound to be a bit awkward and i said that before you know you're just getting to know that person you're still trying to feel them out catch their vibe um and sometimes there are people that just go on a first date and they automatically hit it off which is amazing because i've never unless you've had like instant instant chemistry i had one like meet i don't even want to call it a date it ended up me having sex but um i don't want to say it was a date it was more like a a meetup and me and this guy had just natural chemistry and it was scary because natural chemistry as i say before um on previous episodes natural chemistry is like instant pregnancy thank god i didn't but i'm just saying when you have that natural chemistry and you're just naturally comfortable having conversations with that person and you're just vibing and just just blending and meshing that's a beautiful thing not many people experience that on a first date and if you guys don't it's okay for it to be a little bit awkward um because i mean meeting new people is an awkward situation unless you're just happy-go-lucky all around social butterfly if you're not and you're anti-social like me then yeah it's awkward <laughs> all right so number three would be um to be yourself but i said that yeah yeah and four um if you're going through this dating scene you should take the time to find out more about them as a person um you know ask questions as much as i don't like them but just whatever you are comfortable with don't just assume things um when you're just beginning to start conversations or just starting a date and i say that to the women because we're the queen of assumptions um not including myself because i don't like assumptions and i don't like to assume but i know the majority of women that i have been you know around or have dated are just queens of assumptions they just automatically write you off as this person before actually getting to know you and then they just set the standard of who they think you are without actually getting to know you and that's probably one of the biggest the biggest problems 
that women have in dating. We don't take the time. A lot of us don't take the time to get to know that person. We kind of just write them off as it is. Um, and then come up with our with our own like situations and decisions on our like we just come up with this whole story. Like I know women that will see something and think that's what it is and come up with the whole like background story, present story, future how ending and all that kind of like they can come up with everything on their own and come up with their own conclusions. Now, in my defense, I have done that but only in argument's sake. Like, I'm the person that if we're arguing or if you get me tight about something and I'm, we're about to argue, in my mind, I have already formulated every response to everything you could have possibly said. Like, that's me. But is that assumption? Hmm. No, I would like to say that's proper preparation. But don't be like me. Don't be like me. Anyways, um... But yeah, you can throw in a, just, you know, casual personality questions here and there. You can even go as far as asking some sex questions. You might have that thing. It depends on kind of what your comfortability is. And if that person's not comfortable answering that kind of question, then you accept that. You do not push men. Do You do not push. If I can give you one advice about anything is do not force your sexual tension onto another person whether it's another man or woman please don't it's not cute it's not comfortable to deal with the whole just outright oh we want to fuck we want to do this it's just not think some girls are really just looking to just be on a date to be courted a lot of women don't feel like they need to be approached as a fucking prostitute some things like that don't turn women on that's just that um Number five, um, stop trying to not be single. I said this before, but it's just, just be honest with yourself and what you want. Like you can't, there's no time limit and no time restraint on how long you should be single. Uh, I'm so tired of people coming up and I feel like this is like a, a thing we come up with as we're younger growing up. And I don't know if everyone, I don't know if this is like the same kind of idea if you're growing up in like a, a white environment white environment like white household um but being in a caribbean household um i feel like parents push on that 18 we're supposed to have everything just set in stone like 18 they want us to pay rent pay bills have a full-time job and finish school by 18 like that's in their mind i feel like every caribbean parent has pushed that aspect on itself and i feel like that's so much pressure to put on um generations and generations to come because it's it's unrealistic and I'm not saying that some people haven't done it but it's just more of the, just the pressure of trying to be as successful as possible as well as maintaining a dating life and everything else like I don't know if anyone else has experienced this but me I'm in my mid-20s now and grandchildren have already popped up in a situation there should be no reason why I have people I'm not even in a relationship and I have grandparents and my parents my mother sorry asking about grandchildren I have no no desire to give anyone grandchildren right now I'm not even in a relationship to do so I'm not even in a place mentally to give myself and share myself with somebody else so the whole pressure of all of this 
takes a toll on us and you know once we get out of relationship it's almost as if we feel like we're failing because of all those expectations that everyone else has for us that we try not to be single and I feel like we need to stop that we need to cut back on what everybody else expectation is and just sit back and think about what you want and then figure out from there that's the most successful way to do it, and that's the most successful way to be a part of another relationship honestly but you know who asked me anyways number six would be to never fall in love with your first date i'm gonna like leave a pause there because like I feel like this is more of a woman thing. I don't know if this is like a guy's thing. I'm not a guy. I don't have a dick. As much as I would love to have a dick, I don't. But um, I feel like women, we get these like these butterflies in our stomach when we first meet a guy. And in our mind, in that split second, like as soon as you meet someone, and you're like, okay, he's cute. And then the first date goes fucking phenomenal. We plan out our whole future with that person. And not saying initially that we fall in love with it, but initially you're kind of falling into that step like, all right, I'm in a relationship now off of a first date. Don't do that. There's so much more you have to learn about that person. There's so much more you have to learn about yourself. So first date stuff, we have to stop doing. I feel like women, we do that so much more. Like we just, he did everything right, right the first time. And we think that's incredible. So we fall for it. So, um, let's try not to, let's, let's, let's practice not falling for the guy that did everything right on the first date, because I promise you, he's not doing everything right by the second. And that's not me being negative. That's just me being factual. Um, I would say seven and maybe eight would be just to stop overreacting for certain things. Um, and that's just, that goes to simple, simple things. Like just, you know, be calm and collected and being yourself. Don't over-exaggerate everything you do you think is going to catch his attention. So like if he says a fucking joke, don't overly laugh. Like some, some people just, you just have to be yourself. Some people like you as you are. You don't have to put up this whole facade of who you think you are, who you think he's going to like. How you... Uh, keeping up with that type of personality or persona that you're creating is going to be exhausting because I promise you by like date three you're going to be tired of keeping up with the act like I just I don't know eh. um next would just be um don't be needy all the time and be honest with yourself about it like if you know there's certain things that you have to work on and that you would like to work on as far as relationship and stuff like that um come to that realization on your own and then properly approach it um and as far as being needy all the time when you're first starting to date I understand like we all want this we want to be on top of each other all the time and all that kind of stuff but I feel like at this point and what I've learned from my past experiences is that when you first start dating, yes, you want to be on top of this person. You want to spend every waking minute with that person. But that's a, a vibe that you cannot maintain for the rest of your relationship. There's no way in hell five months and you're still sitting on top of each other and want to be around that. Because there are going to be times when you argue. That's going to be the first thing you bring up. What you go through in your quote unquote honeymoon stage of a relationship 
and the reality of an actual relationship are two different things. So space it out. Space it out. Show that person that you're just as independent. If you are, if you thrive off of dependency, then that's a whole conversation that I can't relate to. Um, And I can't even give you advice on it because it's just not me. But I feel like showing your independence and being comfortable with yourself at times within a relationship kind of saves a relationship and saves your sanity um also don't get hung up like don't you know you want something to work so so bad and it falls through and you're like mentally depressed and stressed about it and realistically you know as women and as men you might get that feeling like oh my god I could have did this I should have did this I should have would have could have whatever but it's okay you're not committed to that person. It happens. People come and go. They're going to have trials and errors through your single life. Not everything is a relationship. Stop treating people like a relationship as soon as you start talking to them. I need people to understand that the talking stage and dating are two different things. Two different things. Unless you guys come up with a, an agreement that, all right, we're talking but we're talking to a point where we're just we're still exclusive but we're not exclusive if you guys don't have that conversation about exclusivity where he's not seeing no one and you're not seeing no one or she's not seeing anyone then you're allowed to do what you want i feel like people don't understand that stop giving people relationship um not relationship responsibilities but stop giving them that that role and those rewards when they're not in that position don't feel like and I feel like this is probably one of the like the most toxic things you ever do and I don't know why it is but I feel like it is this is the 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 demand to always be on the phone with that person or that person um wanting you to drop everything for that if you're not in a relationship and that person doesn't put a damn thing towards you you don't owe them anything that's it. That's your choice to continue to talk to them and whether you pursue a relationship is your choice. But do not have them allow you to feel like you and that person are exclusive. You are free to do and talk to whoever you please. And please remember that. That's so important because I feel like there's so many women that kind of get lost at that stage because they feel like I like this guy so much I'm gonna cut off all my hoes and I'm not gonna talk to nobody else I'm just gonna entertain him and you guys don't have that conversation with him and then when you find out he's having conversations with other women we're hurt we're mad we want to have like we want to argue about it but we've never had that conversation and I've seen so many women fall into that line like I I've been into so many arguments with women just about that alone just all right but did you have that conversation does he know that you're not talking to other people blah 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 oh but we're talking but what does that mean what is but we're talking mean in the whole grand scheme of things if you guys are not really dating if you're not calling him your boyfriend then baby girl you're not you're still single that's that um next don't compare don't compare your old relationship to your new one don't go looking for um qualities that your ex or uh, um, lover had and compare it to your present don't look for similarities um don't look for anything or character like those don't fall for anything that will cause you to fall in line and falling falling in line to falling fall into looking 
for qualities that your ex had or the good qualities of your ex. Listen, the reason that the person is an ex is for a reason. Leave that person where they're at. Good, bad, whatever, leave them where they're at. You guys didn't work out for a reason. Don't go looking for that person and the new person. Don't hold that other per the new person responsible or accountable for the old person's mistakes. That's something I have to work on. That's something I'm learning to work on when I do get to that stage. But do not hold people accountable for things they have nothing to do with. That's something that you need to learn as yourself. You live and you learn from your past mistakes, including your exes. If your ex couldn't do X, Y, and Z, this, that, and the third or whatever, and during that whole relationship, you never approached it never con you know had the conversation about it but it ended up really pissing you off after you realized it or whatever like that that's your problem that's something you need to work on and then make sure that you address it or when you present yourself to a new person for a new relationship you have your standards which you will and won't tolerate and then you go from there that's a conversation you need to have with your present lover not a conversation that you oh but he was doing this when I was da 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 nobody gives a fuck because if that's the case go back to your sorry ass fucking ex yeah yeah okay I didn't need to you know I didn't want to go off like that but I just I see so many women do it and it's so aggravating to see comparisons with this new part because if you was just so if it was so well with that person you wouldn't be single right now and that's just how I see it. And I don't need to sound cutthroat like that, but that's kind of really what it is. It's just more of a just, I don't give a fuck what that person did. Just like you shouldn't give a fuck what that person did because it, it didn't work out. Um, next would be, um, be the date that you would want to have. It's almost as if, you know, the rule in the Bible, treat people how you want to be treated. You don't walk up in there all ha sa diddy and la di da and think that that person's not going to come off the same fucking way and then you be person you be all upset about it don't do that engage in a conversation put the fucking phone away be attentive ask questions don't bring up your fucking ex take an interest in the details of that person's um life and whatever they're saying like it's just if you show that you're you're attentive and you're giving all that it's a whole different vibe like if you just just listen maybe some of you guys need to work on your fucking communication skills and listening skills Maybe that should be an episode. No, that's a five-second thing. Just listen, damn it. I don't know. Um, paraphrase and engage. You know, that person saying this, this, and this. Oh, my gosh. So this happened and this is what happened? You're paraphrasing what they said. Wow. It shows that you're listening. This is one-on-one stuff that we do when we're talking to children. So if you can do that to children, you can do it to your fucking person that you're dating. Next. Um... Uh, so this is something my mom used to tell me is that you are Mr. Perfect. You know, back when she thought that I was, you know, hetero. But, um, <laughs> um, you set your standards. Okay, you are perfect in every which way that you are. Don't let anyone else tell you that. Um, when you enter yourself into a relationship at this age... I don't know the age range of the majority of my list of some of my listeners, but I know the majority we are in our 20s and on older. Um, so we're kind of at that stage. If we're all, you know, the ones that are listening that are single, we're at that stage where we're looking for someone to spend our life with. So it's more of a trial and error type of approach to really understand what constitutes into a perfect life for present and future. Um, so I want you guys to understand 
who you are, accept who you are, love who you are, and then pursue this, that, and the third. You understand? I don't want you guys to be trying to fix yourself while you're in a relationship that causes things, that causes issues, that causes conversations you probably don't want to have um, or that you're not ready to have. I don't know what other way to, to say that. Like, you just, you are great. That person is great. Now you guys have to find out how to be great together. Oh, that was cute. That could have been like a Hallmark card thing. I'm going to sell that pitch to Hallmark. You're great. I'm great. Let's be great together. No, nope, that doesn't sound as cute as when I said it before. Whatever. We'll figure it out. Anyways, um, take your chances. It's the same thing as, you know, stop being afraid. Don't. You know, be afraid to put yourself out there. Take chances of try new things. Be different. Last night you didn't like sushi. Today you do. That's nice. Try stuff new. Like, I don't know. Do something. Always trust your intuition. Speak to that that inner conscious in yourself. Like, oh my gosh, your conscious is so important. Because when you, like, I, and I don't know if everyone's like me, but me, and I say this all the time, someone's energy and vibes are so important to me because I know what my vibe is. I know what my energy is and I'm so protective of it because not everybody's, you know, not everybody's worth that. But um, I want people to know that when your spirit feels like, uh-uh, to that person, yo, trust that shit because that it's telling you right there from the, just, I don't even know. And it's like, it's, you should just know it and trust it. Don't second guess it because you'll be saving yourself a whole hell of a lot of shit. And I wish that I understood that and I listened to myself beforehand um, before getting to more than half of my relationships. When you don't trust and you start to second guess yourself, it's a whole nother ball game you're putting yourself in. Because if you don't trust yourself, who the fuck are you supposed to trust? <laughs> Hello? Um, other than that, I want to say, you know, dating could be an exploration. Like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people that I have known to, you know, get back into the dating world and be comfortable in it. They find out a lot more things about themselves, um, than they've known before. And they kind of like shocks them because they're like, oh shit, this is what I like. I didn't even know that I would like something like this, blah, 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 whatever. Like you start to learn new things, um, I would say that if you're going to take this whole dating thing to another level and make it something that's going to be a sexual thing, you know, obviously be safe. Um, I'm probably going to have another episode about that, too, because I feel like sex health is so important. And I feel like sex health is a redundant conversation. But sadly, there's a lot of people, even in our age, that don't have the common sense that God has given them. So sex education is a conversation that we need to have, especially when you're, you know, dabbling into multiple partners or on one new partner just be safe and be smart but keep it sexy if you want um and um what else do I want to say about being single have fun like you're just you're going out there's no commitments you're not tied down go and have fucking fun do crazy things go on amazing dates and I'm only saying this because I'm saying all this stuff because this is what I fucking want I want to go on mind-blowing dates um you know just a little peep into my life I haven't really been on like mind-blowing dates I want to say the past couple of relationships I've ever had 
I want to say all together, I've been on like four dates and that's multiple relationships. Um, so that kind of sucks and it kind of shows you what kind of guys that I went for. Um, and women that I went for. I think some of those dates were women. I'm not going to lie. The girls treat me better. Uh, that ain't nothing new. Um, but, um, just, I don't know. Maybe I should manifest dates for you guys and it would happen for me. Go on those dates. Go to the library. No, not library. Yeah, go to the library. Those are kind of cute. Those little cute little book dates. Um, museums. You know, just do stuff that you wouldn't normally do or take yourself on a date. That's a fantastic thing to do. Like, I I used to um, take myself on dates all the time, even when I was in a relationship. I would go to dinner by myself. I would go to the movies by myself. I like being by myself very, very much. I think my problem is morphing myself back into a relationship. That's always been my issue. I've been very independent. I was raised to be very, very, very independent. And that's probably one of my weakest points in a relationship is because I don't need for nothing. Um, but in a way, when you're in a relationship, you kind of still have, and I think a lot of independent women still have that kind of thing where it's like you want to be catered to and pampered on and take care of but at the same time you don't want to come off as being that spoiled little bitch so you do it yourself but guys see it as she's independent I don't need she don't need for nothing I don't have to do anything and that's kind of where it clashes it's like just because I don't need you to do it and I can do it myself doesn't mean that I don't like being courted or like doing this like I shouldn't have to if you're in a committed relationship this is for my couple of people and just feel free to give me feedback on it once in a while, having your nails and your hair and just being taken out on a date, that's a once in a while. If that's a once in a while thing and that's like a beautiful thing for you guys, for him to pay for it, then that's great. That's amazing. Does it happen? Absolutely not. At least not for me. It could happen for other women, but I I don't think it's ever happened for me. Um, being Having spontaneous dates, being taken out on dates, no, I don't think I've ever experienced that. I've... Um, I'm a person that feel like if I don't vocalize it, that person doesn't think it happens. Um, but I'm also the person that likes to have things done on my time. And that's kind of what I'm working on at the same time. But at the same time, I feel like I've been that way because in my mind, it should have happened already. And that's not a bad thing, but it's not a good thing either. It's just more the fact that like, all right, if you expect this, you know, if you expect this type of treatment then you need to be giving me that same type of treatment. Um, and uh, I've learned to not settle. I'm not settling for anything less than what I deserve. Um, I know what I bring to the table. I know how I bring it to the table. I know who I am as a person, and I know people see it as um, see it, and they see me as just strong, very independent person. And I come off a little you know obnoxious and a little bitchy and stuff like that but you know it's it it's not with ill intention um I'm just a very strong personality and I'm learning that not everybody takes to that and that's unfortunate but it I will learn to be better at that but at the same time is people that do know me on a personal level know that no better support system comes from anyone else but me I support everybody do anything I would do anything for anybody um I'm a very giving person. I'm a very caring person. I'm a very nurturing person. Um, I've learned that I feel like I've developed a, a mommy 
um, personality in a way, especially being the oldest of six. So I do have like a second nature to kids and to moms and I kind of relate on a very different level to a lot of people. But at the same time, I feel like it's nice to be catered to and I've never experienced that from a relationship standpoint. Um, and I do look for that. But at the same time, it's like, I shouldn't have to ask for it. I I feel like when I'm in a relationship and that person knows who I am, they know me on a personal level to know what I bring to the table, what I do on a daily basis for other people, the least you could do is fall into that line to want to cater to me, but not tell me you're going to do it, this, that, and a third when we start and then not do it. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's where my frustration happens a lot with whether it's present or past relationships it's always been my thing it's just like I've always been a consistent person from beginning to end with relationships and I always feel like that other person isn't and granted you know we change in a relationship we we grow from two to one in a relationship we become very in sync with each other um but I always felt like I always gave more than I actually was given. And that was my issue. So I feel like I'm a bit more abrasive now when it comes to uh, the talking stage. Because I feel like, um, you know, this is who I am. And I also feel like I'm in my mind. And I know a lot of like my older listeners and like, bitch, shut up. Is I feel like I'm a little too old to be doing that like so what do you like so what do you like let's go on it like you know what I mean like I feel like we both kind of just bring to the table like this is what I got this is what I want this is what I this da, 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 da. we gonna make this work or not um but I need to understand that not everybody's like that some people need to get their shit together some people still don't have their shit together um so that's another thing and um I either need to choose to roll with the punches or not and I think that's my problem I don't have the patience to want to start over with anyone else so I settle but I need to not do that I need to stop putting my whole like all 100% of my cards into people um at the talking stage if I'm not being not given 100% oh wow I just analyzed myself y'all and I've been going through this mentally for weeks now like this probably why I haven't like no I mean aside from working all that kind of stuff but like it's been a lot of like mentally like unsettling things that's been happening um recently so that's kind of when I've been like a little bit MIA um I've been like booking guests and then like unbooking guests and stuff like that like I have so many ideas and so many things and like the guests that do know you know they know they're just like hey you okay like is something going on like I would say all right for this day I'm about to call you da 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 and then I couldn't because it was just like I wasn't wholeheartedly ready to do anything because I just wholeheartedly wasn't there and I don't give anything half-ass kind of energy I give everything a hundred percent and I didn't want to give you guys a hundred percent because you guys have been a hundred percent towards me and you didn't deserve anything less than so um I feel like I was just being drained and stretched thin from every direction and I felt like nobody was pouring into me like I poured into them um so I just didn't feel like myself for a very long time but you know I'm getting there um clearly I'm getting there because I'm recording and I'm posting so I'm getting there I'm getting myself mentally ready to just get back into my normal thing and whether you know whoever's a part of my life whether you know chooses to continue being there and being present um 
whether they stay or they don't, I need to just come with the understanding that like I'm not gonna be able to hold on to everyone that comes into my life, um, and not going to be able to hold everyone accountable to their things. I just need to let people go. Um, so that's what I'm working on, guys. So pray for me and reach out to me and let me know, like, bitch, get your life together. Do you need a friend? Because listen, um, I, I have. I can count on my hand the amount of friends that I actually have. <laughs> so, um, your girl needs friends. So, you know, reach out. Let's hang out. Let's talk about things and let's let's feed off of each other. Um, I would love, I would like love, love, love. And I'm just just putting this out there um, because, you know, I have this big. I'm a very hands-on person, so I I'm very hands-on with this whole production company that I am coming up and it's almost up and running. Um, so, you know, praise that that works out, guys. Um, I would just love to just get feedback from women. Like, I want just, like, a community of women for us to just have a conversation and be there for each other. I feel like I haven't grown up with that. Even though I grew up, grew up in a very, like, female family. Like, the majority of my women are female. Um, we're not as close as you would think. So, I feel like... That's why I gravitate to men more and I have that like nigga complex. And I'm sorry to say that, but I do. I have a nigga complex and I'm not as feminine as I want to be or I come off as real dickish sometimes. And I'm trying to work on that, but um, I feel like I don't have as many like female inspiration. And not that I'm saying I want to be every female's friend because I don't. I do not like females from like from nothing I really don't I don't even like the females in my family sometimes and that's some real shit in the heart but it is what it is but I'm not opposed to making more female friends let's say that that sounds better yes because I need to surround people need to surround myself with people that's more like-minded like me that's on the up and coming that's goal oriented I used to hang out with a lot of people that just didn't know nothing they wanted to do with their life couldn't show for it just wanted to like hoe around and all that kind of stuff and I'm at that age where it's like we're not talking about like business plans and you know committed relationships and future marriage and kids not that I'm saying I want kids right now but I would love to be around a community like that to maybe like pile on the maturity level for that um then what are we what are we doing I, do people really think that I want to sit around and talk to a bunch of like 15 year olds about sucking and fucking all my life? Absolutely not. This whole podcast started off as a, a immature thing while I was in college and all of it, all of it's grown into is just showing women's progression, how we're, we're able to talk about sex and still be professional and sexy and that's okay and accepting about it. Women these days are more vocal about what they want, what they will tolerate, what they won't tolerate. And that's a beautiful fucking thing. And I feel like that's exactly what the representation of this podcast is. And if you do not understand that or you do not support that, you can get the fuck on. And that's that. But I feel like I need to surround myself with more motivational women that will push me to be even better than what I am. And that's a pat on the back to me because I feel like the years that I have done it by myself and supported myself and patted myself on the back I feel like I did a pretty motherfucking job so all the women I want to be my friend I want to hang out with me let's chat let's text um any girls want to be my girlfriend text me too I'm playing I'm not but I'm just saying <laughs> oh, but anyways um thank you 
for supporting me, for continuously supporting me. You can reach me at my Instagram page. My personal one is Reekin Mary Jane. It's been like that for fucking years. I don't see myself ever changing it because I've just loved the thought of that name. I feel like I came up with it in high school, but it is what it is. Um, and you know, the Shade With Your Tea page is uh, Shade With Your Tea. The E is a three. I'm thinking about like copywriting the E is a three as a slogan of mine and putting that on a t-shirt so you guys should let me know if that's a good idea or not i got a lot of business plans in my mind and a lot of business things that i just have no one to bounce it off no i'm lying i have many people no i have two people to bounce it off shout out to uh coffee and chaos my girls tati and ryan because i bounce shit off of them and they're like oh my god yes da, 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 da. and i love it i love it i love it i love it and i need more women like that um so yeah you know what to do you love me whether you hate me or whatever it's all good because i still love you and this is me saying goodbye